0: Welcome to Phoenix Rising. I am your host, Kaylee Montoya-Houston. I am a certified personal trainer and online nutrition coach. I will be joined by my co-host, Julie Montoya-Houston. This show will cover all aspects of fitness, including nutrition, exercise, and mindset to help you reach your goals at any stage of your journey. We will bring you science-based information to help you take charge of your fitness goals and give you the power to rise like a phoenix. Welcome back to Phoenix Rising, everyone. This is Saturday, so it is the SAS Say Anything Saturday where we answer all your fitness, nutrition, mindset, all kinds of questions. Lifestyle, personality, whatever. Yep. Whatever you guys are interested in. We have all the answers. Not. (laughs) They might begin with, I don't know,
1: but We are a source (laughs) of wisdom.
0: All right, we're going to give it a few seconds to let people hop on. We are exactly on time today, maybe even ahead of the game, which is surprising for us. We're usually behind schedule. Good morning, Tara. Thanks for joining us. Just got Tara her new program yesterday. She's pretty excited about
1: it. I love new programs. It's so exciting. It's like Christmas. (laughs) Until it involves a lot of jumping, and then I'm like... I don't, I hate this program, I hate my life,
0: (laughs) which is where we are currently at. (laughs) Yes, we're doing a, we're personally going through a performance training ourselves, which is involving a lot of athletic type movements, which we don't do a whole lot of and haven't done a whole lot of, especially uh, for me since I've been in high school. So they're very challenging, which is we always talk about going through things that challenge us, but... It can be stressful and frustrating, but we're getting through it and learning.
1: (laughs) I love deadlifts.
0: Yeah, Tara's super excited for deadlifts. We did program them back in there. We have to be careful in that programming due to previous um, injuries, but she knows not to push it. She knows how to limit herself, and if she doesn't, she'll learn.
1: (laughs) I I sure did.
0: (laughs) All right, we do. Real quick. We do all right guys um we'll go ahead and get started always feel free i mean drop some questions if anything we're talking about sparks a question or an interest in something or it could be totally off topic we don't have um really any technical personal questions to ask from anybody today but i wanted to bring up a topic because i sent out an email to all our clients on friday uh, online clients Um, it is a holiday weekend Um, And usually in America, when it's a holiday, there's one major thing that everybody has in common. Food. Exactly. Yes, we are sitting down, we're enjoying food together. And for some people, this can really stress you out, Um, especially if you're working towards physical and health goals with your body. And so I gave out a a quick email to everybody, speaking on these five things that will help you stay on track with your goals. Um, Very simple things. You guys know how we like to work here. Um, Very small, sustainable goals that are going to keep you going. And I almost even hate the way I even worded that by staying on track. Because we always talk about this isn't an on-the-wagon, off-the-wagon. There's no track. Yeah, we're we're on a journey, and it's ever-adjusting. And we never know what we're going to run into. So it's not like this one day leading into Easter here... Is going to ruin anything. So, absolutely, if you do not feel like tracking, if you are tracking currently, um, if you are on any kind of specific diet, this one day is not going to ruin any of your progress. Will the scale be up on Monday? Yes. Not because you gained body fat in that one single day. You're eating inflammatory foods. You're eating more food volume than normal. You're probably eating higher carb, higher sugar foods. So it's going to keep you inflamed. It's going to keep water weight on your body. So none of these things mean you just gain body fat. It takes an, a lot, like 3,500 calories on average over your maintenance calories to gain one pound of fat. There's no way you can eat 55 hundred calories in a day it's very hard to eat that many calories so I
1: mean I could figure it out
0: (laughs) it's hard it's do possible yes but it's going to be very hard hard for you to do so if you are a client of mine and on here you already know um these things that we're going to talk about but um would you want to start you want me to start the list go for it okay so the very first thing I like to do is a lot of people and I was bad about this myself um in the past where and i do utilize this at times, but I'm, I know my body better now than I did in the past, but I would go into the meal, um, fasted.
1: Yeah. See, this is where we disagree, which is why I wanted you to start.
0: Yeah. Um, and so, and to this day, I will sometimes still use this. I don't think it's useful for 80% of the people though, especially if you're not used to paying attention to your body signals, or if you're, you're prone to overeating, Um, This isn't the best option for you, I don't believe. So making sure that you're fed going into this meal is going to be super important because a lot of people think they need to save calories. I know I'm going to eat a lot, so I'm just not going to eat anything for lunch or anything for breakfast or anything for lunch, and I'm just going to crush dinner. Um, A lot of times we're going to eat a lot more than we plan to. We're going to make ourselves feel miserable. So instead of going into it completely fasted, um, I like to talk to my clients about what is called a protein sparing fast. With This is just um, a simply focusing on protein and veggies leading up into the meal. So for for breakfast, I mean, you're thinking like eggs um, and some kind of meat. Uh, or spinach, like people add spinach with their eggs. And then lunch, like a simple way, a quick one, I do like tuna and cottage cheese and whatever veggie you want. So you're really focusing on the content of your calories coming from protein and veggies. They're going to keep you really full. You're going to make sure and still reach your protein targets for the day because more than likely any kind of holiday meal is not protein heavy. It's going to be a lot more carb and fat heavy, but this way you're also not starving leading into that meal and you're less likely to overeat.
1: Yeah, for sure. And and so a lot of people that they hear protein sparing fast, and they end up eating less going into the meal, which is great, except then when they go into that meal, they're still hungry. So then they do inadvertently overeat. So the, my tactic is usually a little different. And my tactic is is to eat normal, but within reason, leading up to the meal. If, if you would normally eat, like... Uh, A sandwich for lunch, eat a sandwich for lunch, and eat your normal breakfast, that way you're going in with a normal level of hunger into the meal. And if you overindulge in the meal, then rather than trying to make up for it before the meal and driving your hunger going into the meal, then the next day if you're starting to have that regret and that that you know, you're beating yourself up because you ate too much or you feel kind of crappy, then the next day listen to your body. If you feel like crap, eat lighter. Even if you don't feel like crap but you're beating yourself up, you still have to eat food. Don't starve yourself. Don't beat yourself up in the gym. Don't punish yourself. Just eat a little lighter. Eat the same things you would normally eat, just a little bit less of them. Because we tell you guys all the time that the average, the weekly average is what matters. And what you do 80% of the time will drive your progress, not 20% of the time. I mean, Kaylee and I, every week we have a date night and we each crush our own entire gluten-free pizza and then go for ice cream. And my weight, I'm in a maintenance phase and my weight is still holding. So it's not what I do that 20% of the time that's going to ruin things. I mean, today, I've already had an Aunt Julie's sourdough donut, and later on, I'm going to go for crumble and cream, and I'm still going to eat my full gluten-free pizza. Will the scale be up tomorrow? Maybe a little bit, because sugar is inflammatory, and so are fried foods, which the donut was fried. So you're going to see that inflammation potentially on the scale a little bit, but it's not fat. And so you have to do what's best for your health and choosing good quality foods, especially going into a holiday meal, choosing better quality foods to help you feel satiated. So you're not driving that hunger is great, but food quality is like the highest form of self-love you can give yourself. It's the highest form of self-respect by eating high quality foods. And as long as you do that 80% of the time, I think you're going to be okay.
0: Yep. 100%. Um, Going on to number two, after the protein sparing, fast. Uh, number two would be basically making sure you're hitting your water targets. So whatever mm-hmm. you normally drink in a day, we're thinking a, a half a gallon to up to a gallon of water, usually average. That's about average for most people. And that's going to really keep you satiated going to the meal. Because as I stated in this email, I have never seen one Overeat that much if they're keeping up with their with their water goals. Mm-hmm. You're just not going to have the room in your stomach to overeat. So that's so huge. Don't start slacking on those water goals, especially going into that meal.
1: Yeah, and so the funny thing that a lot of people don't realize is there's a there's a really handy byproduct to this water goal. If you really kind of try to kill your water goal and maybe even over overdo it just a little bit on that one day. Um, you're going to notice that your your steps are going to go up too. And it may sound like a joke. It may sound funny, but I'm being totally serious because you're going to be going to the bathroom more. But the other thing too, other than peeing more and getting your steps up with this goal, is that water is going to help you flush out some of those extra inflammatory things. It's going to kind of help your body quote unquote detox. And I hate that word, but that's truly the definition of the word. It's not, I'm not talking about you know, you drink this special keto coffee and you shit your pants. I'm not talking about that kind of detox, but any inflammatory foods, anything that your body's not used to, having that extra water in there is going to help keep the motility going and help keep flushing those out so that you don't stay as bloated and puffy and inflamed as you would without it. No, agreed.
0: Um, Another, the next one uh, after going into water is just be mindful. So a lot of times, We catch ourselves during holidays, you're grazing all day. So you're just kind of walking through and grabbing some and moving on. So eating those little portions of whatever you grab, you're gonna notice it's gonna be a lot easier to overeat when you're not paying attention. So you're just going through, grabbing a handful, talking to people, walking around, munching on the food, and you just kind of do that throughout the whole day. It's gonna be very easy to overeat that way. So when you do eat, dedicate that time to eat sit down at a table i mean you can still talk to people but you're right there in the moment knowing what you're eating i don't care if you go back for seconds and come back and sit back down do that just be mindful about it and that's really going to change your perspective on how much you eat
1: yeah the same tips we always give try to eat at the table with your family try to put your fork down between bites don't take a drink to the table Unless you absolutely have to, don't take a drink to the table because then you're going to be forced to slow down and chew your food more. Yeah. You're not you're not washing it down and because that makes it harder on digestion, especially with these higher fat foods that your body tends to be a little slower in digesting. If you ha- if you chew them more, that's part of your digestion. Literally chewing is the start of the digestion phase, so you're going to really break down that food, so it's not going to be it's hard on your digestive system. Um, but yeah, be present for sure, especially because. The, the point in us telling you to enjoy your, your foods and whatever it is that you're going to eat that day without stressing about your goals is because there is an advantage to your health in being present on these holidays and not stressing about what you're eating. And there's a mental health benefit to that. Connecting with your family, being present in the moment, celebrating, being happy that is all beneficial for your health as well. So letting the food go and not micromanaging that as much has a very, very good benefit. But I do encourage you, and part of that mindfulness is to make sure that you are chewing your food and going slow. You'll feel fuller faster, you won't overeat. Chances are you're not gonna have as much bloating and that miserable full feeling either because you will have aided your digestion a little more by chewing.
0: No, agreed. Uh, Good morning, Alan. We do have a few of you that jumped on here a little late. Um, Just to get you guys caught up, we're just going over some five tips basically to help you during the holidays with staying on target with your goals. So just very simple ones. And so if you missed the first few, definitely rewatch this. But because we're going on to number four now, but we started with a protein sparing fast. Water intake, hitting your water goals, and being mindful um, when eating. Oh, I I had,
1: sorry, I had one more thing to add to that one. Because you had mentioned grazing. Yes. So, what I like to do, especially if I have my family, I love them. I love them a lot. My family, my dad. Particularly, My dad is the worst. Every time we have a family gathering, we pick the menu and we're like, we don't need that much food because we don't want leftovers. We want it to be a one day, get it done, get it over with thing. We don't want to drag it out eating the leftovers. And he always, always, always makes a last minute trip to the store because we don't have enough freaking cheese and crackers. If you are going to graze and you have a family like mine that feels like you must have something to snack on all day long take a veggie tray that protein and veggie that protein sparing fast that kaylee mentioned earlier with the protein and the veggies if you have to bring something and you know that your family are grazers take a veggie tray force them to graze on veggies then that kind of helps with that protein sparing fast don't pick the cheese and the crackers the cheese and the crackers the carbs are car are salty and they're carb heavy they're going to make you want more the cheese—it's cheese, so you always are going to want more. But cheese is very fat; it's it's mostly fat, less protein. It's like using pr- peanut butter for your protein source. It's more fat than it is protein. Right. Um, and then crackers are carbs, so that's not going to help you going into your meal. So if if you have that within your control, pick a veggie tray. Yep, it'll
0: definitely help when you bring a, a healthier side option to that meal. And yes, Alan, deviled eggs are amazing. <laughs> Hey, guys, I just wanted to take a second to thank you for listening. And if you're enjoying this show, please do me a huge favor and take a screenshot of this episode and share it to your story on IG or Facebook and tag me on IG at Kaylee Montoya Fitness or on Facebook at Kaylee Montoya Houston so I can reach out and thank you personally. Also, if you haven't already, don't forget to rate and review us on wherever you get your podcast from. This greatly helps the show grow so we can help more people reach their own health and fitness goals. Um, so number going into number four here, um, a lot of times we we instruct our clients and tell our clients, if you can get in a walk or a workout on the day of, of your holiday meal, that is going to be amazing. It's going to help you feel better. It's going to help you utilize those calories that you do intake that day. And it's just going to help keep your step count up. Now, you don't have to schedule in like, hey, guys, sorry, i got to leave in the middle of the day. I'm going to go to the gym and get a two-hour workout in. That's not what we're saying here. Simply, if you have the time to say when you wake up before you head over to your family to get in a half an hour walk or uh, a 45-minute uh, lifting workout in, then do try to schedule it on those days. I mean, like I said, it's not gonna, it's going to make you feel better going into the meal. It's going to make your body be able to regulate your blood sugar better that day that to handle all those calories that you're giving it. And also, after the meal, instead of plopping down on the couch and just like, oh, I'm so full and everybody taking a 30-minute nap, try to organize a 20-minute walk, a 30-minute walk with your family or the kids if they're running out and hiding Easter eggs or something like that. Get out in the sunshine if you can, if the weather holds for us, hopefully, And just, it's really important, even if you can just move for 10 minutes, and I know uh, those of you who are in the group and who are in the 21-day challenge with me right now, you guys have heard my spiel on how important it is to walk those 10 minutes after eating a meal, and you're realizing how much better you feel just moving around for 10 minutes. It's going to help your digestion, like I said, and it's going to help you regulate your blood sugar. Because we talk about it all the time, if your blood sugar is constantly spiked and high, your body will not ever prioritize fat loss and it makes it extremely difficult.
1: Yeah, I mean walking is so integral in your digestion that I think if you've listened to the case study or read the blog on my journey, Um, it's actually part of the mandatory protocol just to make sure that so every time I eat I have to walk it's just part of it um, to keep that digestion going but like Kaylee said I actually like to to do the walk on holidays before things get chaotic with family I mean not even a not a bad chaos but even just all the people and everybody's doing their own thing and going crazy and before you have that chaos Start your morning off with a walk outside. Hopefully it'll be pretty outside. Start your day off with a walk and use that as a time to be grateful for, you know, the holiday and your family and, you know, just be really appreciative and and grateful of what you have and use it to reflect. It's kind of a meditative, get yourself really primed for that mindfulness for the, the eating part. That way you can go into the holiday with your family with, love and with appreciation and not feeling rushed and stressed out and you know because then holidays aren't as enjoyable so yeah. doing that kind of primes your mind and gets your mind ready to go into a situation like that um, and then of course yeah make it a goal to try to organize a family walk afterwards even if you walk to the park with the kids to let them burn off some steam or something even just 10 minutes yep. to help the digestion is is helpful
0: agree 100% which that leads us into the last one which kind of ties into that but it's just really your mindset going into it and leaving that that understanding even if you don't get all your water in even if you don't get that work in that day even if you don't utilize the protein sparing fast like none of this is going to make or break your goals and what you're achieving or set you back because as we spoke out about there is no track that you're on. Like I don't like I said, I even I'm I mean, i want to figure out a different way to stay staying on track with your goals because we're not trains, we don't derail, we don't fall off the wagon or anything like this. This is a journey and we have to learn to be okay with that. And I always speak to this isn't a destination. Once you get to your goal, it's just not like you can stop doing everything you're doing and keep your results. You have to figure out something that is sustainable, that works for your life, your stress level fits in with your family and it's ever changing and that's what we need to be okay with. And knowing that enjoy this time. It's going to be okay and a great way as Julie spoke and mentioned earlier to set up is making sure that that next day, so Monday, you're right back on track with your planned meals, your meal prep, your protein targets, your water goal, your movement and just get right back to it like nothing ever happened.
1: Yeah, we, we tell you guys all the time that what you do consistently is what will help you meet your goals. And so that's where that 80-20 rule comes in. But if you really think about it, what you do consistently is is what wins, wins the race. And so if you're consistently eating good quality foods and you're consistently moving towards a place of a healthier you, you're going to be successful. But on the flip side of that, In order to not be successful, you would have to consistently being over your calorie allotment for the day. You would consistently have to be eating crappy foods. So you have to think about that. If that's not you, you're still on a track for success. And again, I also hate the track analogy. Yeah. It's 80% of the time. I just had this conversation with a friend at work yesterday because we were talking about how Aunt Julie's Donuts is going to be at TH Rogers and then Crumble and Cream is going to be there. And I'm going to both. And you know why? Because they're not something I get all the time. And they're something I enjoy. Because we are setting you guys up for a healthier, happier you. And part of that healthier and happier you is still being able to live your guys' lives the way you want to live them. And so that means you have that 20% for a reason. And that 20% is the enjoyable stuff. And you need that 20% for your mental health. It is important. Most of the time, anytime we all get together, as Kaylee said, there's food involved. And so that 20% is where that falls in. But that's important for your mental health. If you are so strict and adherent, that you are the person that is always saying, I can't go with you guys to drinks and appetizers to catch up because I'm on a diet. At the end of it, you might be able to fit into that swimsuit that you wanted for since the beginning of summer. But who are you going to share that with at the end of it? Because nobody's going to be there because you ditched them because you were on a diet. You literally chose your food over your friends. Don't do that. I mean, have some willpower. Maybe limit yourself. Okay, but I'm only having two drinks and don't let them pressure you. But you have to be, so, we are social creatures. You have to live your life and you have to allow yourself time to socialize. That is very important to our mental health. We saw it with the COVID-19 lockdowns. Here we go, I'm gonna get us flagged. But you have to do that. We are social beings. We have to have that element to it.
0: Right, and we always talk about how this is an individual journey and how one diet will not work for another person. And just like when we coach individual clients Sometimes, like, say if I'm going into a check-in, sometimes someone saying yes to that pizza is a win. Mm -hmm. And then other times someone saying no to that pizza is a win. It just matters how you are on your journey, what you're prone to doing. So it's not like we're saying go out every time somebody asks you to go out to eat or, or have that donut every single day. That is 100% not what we're saying, and we don't want you to miscue what we're saying. And like, like she said, it's 80% of the time of how we're staying on track. We just don't want a so-called diet to set you back from, from your family or your social life or anything like this. This is all in combination. And this is how that I'm going to have to talk about why we promote resistance training over cardio-type workouts because this allows us to build the body that we want keep ourselves lean and enjoy those foods because cardio does not do that resistance training builds the muscle you need helps you burn more calories at rest so you can enjoy food like that and it doesn't immediately get stored as fat because if you're someone who focuses on cardio and cardio alone you're telling your body you need to be prepared for high endurance which means you don't need muscle So your body is going to opt to pare down muscle, break down muscle, get rid of it, and keep your body fat stores where they're at. Because body fat doesn't require many calories. And you're telling it it doesn't need muscle by just doing cardio all the time. So our bodies are extremely intelligent, extremely adaptable, and they're going to adapt to the signals you're sending it. It has nothing to do about age and metabolism. It has everything to do with your lifestyle choices and this is why we talk about and promote resistance training so much because you're going to do the exact opposite. You're going to tell your body you need muscle to survive. You need to be strong which means you need calories. So a byproduct of that is a faster speedier metabolism. Sorry I had to go off on a tangent there. That's
1: okay. (laughs) I tend to do it all the time so it's fine.
0: But those were the five guys so if you missed Any of the five definitely rewatch this as soon as this gets up and ready for a replay, or check out the podcast uh, later on in the month. Yeah, housekeeping. Uh, yeah, housekeeping. So, I always want you guys if you those those questions or those (laughs) comments. I can't speak. I always.
1: Yeah. She never can.
0: I never can. If those prompted any questions, like if you're curious of anything that we said, feel free to drop that question right now before we're wrapping up here, and we'll get them answered. Or if something is just on your mind. You've been struggling here lately uh, with some of your goals. Let us know, and maybe we can help you out. But for as far as housekeeping, we are getting close to part two in Julie's journey with her to renew her gut health. Should be next week. Yeah, the we'll, podcast will we'll, drop. We'll drop the episode uh, next week for that. Um, it should be a good one. We've she's seen like tremendous results so far. Mm-hmm. So we'll have a blog post to go with that, as well as a podcast topic. Um, going into kind of what she's been going through this last month or so has it been about a month
1: yeah that's we're going to update every every month so there will be a blog post and a podcast and we'll talk about what's happened what's been you know how I've done where we're at in the progress and what's or as far as progress and what's to come yeah so I mean definitely teaser alert there's been a lot of progress
0: so it's been a, a good journey so far yeah hoodies Yep. Oh, hoodies are here, guys. Um, I made a post about it uh, in the group. Sorry about how long they took. It was really out of our control. There was a lot of technical issues and lack of contact. So um, they look great. I'm going to say that. They look absolutely great. Um am very happy, happy with them. Definitely be going a different direction uh, next time with where we go through, just because I didn't care much for the lack of contact and communication. It made it really hard for me to update you guys. And I hated that it it took so long. I mean, I understand spring is almost over now. Hopefully we'll still have a few cool nights that you guys can wear these hoodies. But I've already delivered some. Some are out in the mail to people who are out of town. And I have an appointment on Monday for somebody to pick one up. So let me know, um, get in touch with me if you want to meet me to pick them up, come by the studio to pick them up, or we'll arrange something. So just get in contact with me if you ordered a hoodie.
1: And the people that are in Fredonia area, will you be delivering those tomorrow, or how are we doing that? Yes, Sunday. So I know nobody on here, Georgia, I'm going to get
0: Georgia hers because she's part of the family. So, um, and then I'll drop the other one off. Okay. Yep. I didn't know. Yep. And I know a lot of you said that you wanted one. So um, let me know your size, whoever wanted one. Um, there might be some extras. I'm not going to say there's very many, but depending on the size, we may have one or two extras and maybe we can get you one this time. So whoever gets me some of that information first, uh, we'll get first dibs on that. But we are going to place a tank order for summer. Like I said going a different route so we should get them quicker but I'm going to drop um, designs in the Facebook group so if you're not part of the Facebook group come join us so you can get to choose you'll get to vote um, we're just really voting on colors right now um, we're gonna try to steer away from black it's summer um, and go towards uh, a brighter color that still goes in with our our color scheme for the Phoenix I think that's it, and there's going to be a male and female tank. So I know they're they're a little shaped differently. So there will be like the razorback razorbacks for the females, and then just a normal guy's tank.
1: <clears throat> yeah, for the but guys. beware! I did not design one on a men template and then a woman template. Right, so they look the same. The placement of the logos will be the same, but when you guys see the design, to vote on what you like. Because we're going to vote on what we like, and then we're just going to order one. We're not going to order, have you choose and only have, like, three of this color, two of this color, ten of this color. Yeah, it makes it a little difficult right now. It'll just be majority rules, um, and hopefully that works out for us. But just know that we will order male tanks as well, even though the design is just on a female tank. The placement of the logos and such will be be the same. So, yeah. I think also, we Kaylee and I actually haven't mentioned this, but I, Kaylee and I have discussed it briefly, but I think we were going to try to continue to do once a month uh, Phoenix Rising walks. Yes. So we probably need to get in the Facebook group for Kaylee and start setting up, getting some banter going on dates that work for you guys. I know we had talked about on
0: the walk, most people were good with the first of the month. So the first First Saturday of of every month, we're going to try to get together another walk. It was at the Wilderness Park this time. Mm -hmm. We can keep it like that. Or if anybody, I'm I'm open for suggestions for anywhere else that is um, nature-wise. I mean, I think it's a good thing to get out in nature, enjoy Mm -hmm. the beautifulness right now. So we're thinking first of next month then.
1: Okay. Well, so here's the deal, too, that Kaylee's not thinking about. Right now, we'll have to let you guys know. Next Saturday could be a little dicey for a Facebook Live. Um, I take Kaylee in for surgery to, uh, tomorrow. Friday at 11 a.m. is when she checks in. Her surgery is at 12.30. So I should have her back in Pittsburgh hopefully by 5 or 6 that evening. So depending on how she's feeling the next morning, um, we may not do a Facebook Live. If yeah. she If she can't be on it and I can still do it, I will do a Facebook Live. Um, it just may be a little shorter Um, but if she's not doing well for whatever reason and just needs me to look after her then we won't do it but we will post either way and let you know so
0: yeah that was it All right, you guys were quiet today no questions that means you're crushing your goals which I know a lot of you are um, in the Facebook post I made a video a live video the other day how proud I am of you guys so we talk about this group all the time so if anyone is listening that is not part Of our private Facebook community, you are missing out. The the communication, the banter, the people supporting each other in the group just in these last two weeks of starting the challenge is absolutely amazing. There's not a day that goes by that I don't get five, ten notifications from the group of you guys dropping your goals and the challenges that you crushed and people making five or ten comments um on that one post encouraging and helping each other so it's been amazing to watch it grow and i'm happy to be part of building this
1: community for you guys that's what's so important about being part of the phoenix family is you guys all help each other rise Yep, so So.
0: true all right guys we're gonna call it uh hopefully you guys uh we'll see you next week and we'll keep giving you updates making event posts for the walk Drop the vote for the, the t-shirts or the, sorry, the tank. So there's a lot going
1: on right now. Fingers crossed that Kaylee is just as entertaining coming out of this surgery as she was the last surgery. And if I get some good videos, she lets me share them. Because the last time, as soon as she woke up from the drooling mess that she was, she said to the nurse, <laughs> listen, Linda.
0: <laughs> I have no idea where that came from.
1: I mean, she... I have not even seen the video of that little kid. I had oh. to show her the video later, oh. but she was funny. So yeah. she'll definitely have her her traditional ice cream immediately after, assuming she feels like it. I'll get her some ice cream, <laughs> maybe some Starbucks. Yes, coffee. I will want coffee. Yeah, She doesn't get her wedding ring this time, though, so. Nope. All right, guys. Well, you have a
0: wonderful Saturday, and hopefully we'll see you and talk to you next weekend. Happy holidays. Enjoy the time with your family. All right. Bye. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Phoenix Rising. For more information on how to take charge of your fitness goals, follow me on IG or Facebook, or you can head over to KayleeMontoyaFitness.com to apply for a free coaching call today. If you have any questions you would like answered on the show, shoot me an email to KayleeMontoyaFitness at gmail.com. Don't forget to catch us on the next episode.